and welcome to Social, where the football is fantasy, the facts are false, the guests <laughs> are drunk, and there's money on the line. Oh, yeah. Well, that's a good point. We don't actually have money on the line yet. No one's paid. There's potential money on the line. You don't want the money. You should act like there's money on the line, even though I'm not acting like there's money on the line. <laughs> we have some special guests with us here tonight. Dead Pigeon is here. It's true. And Mrs. Dead Pigeon. And Mrs. Dead Pigeon. What up? Blaine is here uh, with Dead Pigeon. Tonight we are going to meet the man, uh, the myth, the legend, Dead Pigeon. We're going to go through power rankings because they are long overdue. And Blaine got to see just how scientific these things are. <laughs> she was exposed to the algorithm. Blaine, what do you think of the giant supercomputer built into the wall here? At I have house? never been more impressed. I really haven't. Sarcasm comes across very clear, even though we're using the sarcasm reduction. Uh, yeah, it's right there. Very impressive. So before we dive into our power rankings, let's start with Dead Pigeon. Dead Pigeon, welcome to the show. Yeah, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me. It's about time. Yeah. Um, we would like to start by giving you a chance to talk about your new philanthropy. Uh, it's a great thing you're doing for the world here, and... We're all I mean, not all of us, but like some of us are excited. Well, you, um, you know about that. We do know about it. Your press release came out last night. Don't act modest. It uh, leaked. It leaked. No robo. Envisioning a world without robotics. Yeah. Um, it's a bold vision. You got a lot of, of backing, I think. So why don't you tell us a little bit about it? Well, it all, it all started off when um, it was no longer... A, okay to be against gays so the that's when it started <laughs> so we had to we had to go a different direction from no homo and uh i just picked the first thing that rhymed and we've hated robotics since no robo and what kinds of things are you doing out there in the community to eliminate the electronic influence well we um we unplugged microwaves good good evil things and um, right now that's it, but we have so many, so many plans. You have some grand plans. In fact, you've made some pretty public comments about one of our owners, who, as we all know, is an absolute robot. Um, yes. Does this kind of change your stance against one of our owners? or, or how No, no, I, I've hated Robo since the beginning. Yeah. Um, so it's, if anything, it's actually gone really smoothly. I, I think... Um, <laughs> I think everything that No Robo was built on, yeah. you can see it. You can see why we did it because Robo is is pure evil. He <laughs> he th he has no heart. That's the first thing. Yeah, you can't defeat the witch of the West without a heart. We all know that. And I don't know. I just I mean, is there anything about Robo that anyone likes? Robo, care to care to comment? <laughs> Anything that anybody likes about you. Looking uh, for one thing that somebody out there in the league, out of the league. If only Mrs. Robo was here. Yeah. That's right. Robo does have a wife. <laughs> she presumably likes him. My dogs like me. They seem to not like you. Uh, okay. Thank you. We're very interested in seeing where no Robo goes in the future. Um, I think it's time to dive into our power rankings, which, as we mentioned, are long overdue. And you guys know the drill. We start at the absolute bottom of the barrel. 
<laughs> An audible grunt from the back. Hopefully that comes through the ambient noise reduction. Number 12, Schrodinger's cat. Whoa. Is he dead or is he alive? He's dead. He's definitely dead. <laughs> uh, why is he number 12, people? Uh, just a mix of bad luck and poor management, I think. <laughs> Interesting. See, it seems like you know, Schrodinger is at the bottom, despite a couple pretty solid decisions. Uh, Eddie Lacy, who else did he like CJ, in the beginning? CJ, CJ both good. projected to be top five running backs. Which, who should have been mine? CJ had... That's right. should not be spoken. <laughs> if he had seen the waiver wire that week, CJ, who ended up pretty deadpan, would have been yours. Are you still happy? He would, he would be fine at $1, right? Yeah, I mean, I would have still not started him. Mm-hmm. But pretty much across the board, Danny's team has turned into the dust bowl of our season. Nothing grows. It's dry. It's hot. And he's not a happy guy. Does that metaphor not really work? <laughs> it works. Did anybody read The Grapes yeah, of Wrath? Yeah, Grapes of Wrath. Oh. Steinbeck. Two people read The Grapes of Wrath. <laughs> <laughs> How do I spend my time with these people? <laughs> Let's move on to number 11. This makes me happy. This makes me happy that Sacco Herd would show up still at the bottom of our list. Sacco Herd, yeah. number 11. Yeah. We're calling it uh, future building. <laughs> what kinds of future things Sacco? do we think <laughs> Kevin is doing to secure his future spot as a non-Sacco? He passively listened to trade offers and reluctantly took one of them. So he, he, got, rid of, move. he got rid of Ingram. Is that what you were talking about? That's all he did. Well, he, he did acquire the Chosen One in the process. Who's the Chosen One? Jeremy Hill. The Chosen One? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, Jeremy Hill is, yeah, he's the I'm best looking at us like Jeremy Hill is so obviously <laughs> the Chosen One that we should know this. Yeah, this is, this is a message. This? This is <laughs> no, I was thinking of Neo. Exactly what I was thinking about. More in a Matrix mode than a football mode. That's probably <laughs> Well, Zachary, hit, hit me up in the offseason. I'm looking for Jeremy Hill. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a... That's a Clever ploy to try to get Jeremy Hill away from the Sacco, which will probably. It's not that, that clever. No, I mean, he just asked for him. Right. Whatever. Still bottom. On to number ten. I have not heard from this guy in a blue moon in eons. Uh, a coon's age, if you will. Fortnite. Shut up. I hate that word. Fortnite is like an uh, obsolete. Okay, number 10 is Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> um, how much money did he spend on Marshawn Lynch again? Anybody? $80. Relish? $80. $80. And it, was like he really took that and ran with it. $80. It, like it feels like a lot. <laughs> okay, it's 54 How much for Murray? $54 for a guy who now has a sports hernia. And I looked it up. Um, on on Doctorpedia, that means he's exploding out of his cup. So Marshawn Lynch is not a happy guy. That's a gross image. In fact, you should use that as like your visual for his entire season. Marshawn Lynch exploding out of his cup. Oh, we got some. Oh, we're we're sharing Wi-Fi passwords. <laughs> uh, so Chuck E. Cheese. Still he made some good moves at the deadline. Who did? I did. I stole his... Chuck dumped his players, and he knew he wouldn't make playoffs, so he dumped them for uh, future picks, something that 
Mm. Wait, we can't we can't go on without talking about his strategy at the midnight hour at the trade deadline. He literally had like eight of it was the most lively the site has ever yeah. been. All of us were just like waiting for him to. Yeah, he really on. played it well. He uh, he built up a lot of uh, tension around his players, kind of bouncing them off every team, saying you know what would you take, what would you take, kind of gathering up a lot of the uh, <coughs> interest. Hmm. And then ended up giving him up for like next to nothing. <laughs> so. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I finalized a trade with him at 1 a.m. Wow. You yeah. did. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was there. <laughs> so maybe this is a good time to talk about this. Blaine, how much do you have to do with Dead Pigeon's strategy? <laughs> <laughs> Were you part of that 1 a.m. trade? Were you mm, keeping him I awake think I was actually. Deal? Yeah. I might, have, I might have been a part of that. What's some other advice you might have given him over the course of the season? Just so we can separate, you know, his decisions from yours. Um, <laughs> and I can remember all the names. He gives me choices, and I tell him which way to go. And I have been right how many percent of the time? <clears throat> 10 out of 10, how many? Or how many out of 10? That's 100%. Uh, ask the robot. Robo calculated. So would you, would you estimate that every decision that Dead Pigeon has made this entire season has essentially been finalized by someone other than the GM himself? <laughs> Quote, no. <laughs> Quote, Tyler Eckert over John Brown based on the facts. That was the right decision. Yes, based on the facts. That came from Blaine. That did come from me. She probably actually did say Tyler Eckert too. <laughs> Is that not his name? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea who these people are. <laughs> what is it? Effort? Yeah. Tyler Effort. A for Effort. Yeah. It starts with an E, actually. I looked it up. That's a helpful mnemonic. E for Eifert. A for Effort. E for Effort. Yeah. I don't know. There's been a couple decisions. Shady. I was going to trade Shady. She was like, hell no. True. I wanted Shady for a hot second. What about the guy whose name kind of sounds like a pepper shaker? Dante Pepper. No. Um, pepper Shaker. You talking about the kid beater, Adrian Peterson? No. Peppercorn. It'll come to me. There is something like a corn, like a peppercorn. Like a peppercorn, a marquee. Look up his team and try to find a peppercorn looking guy. I don't know. I don't Let's know. move on to number nine. That's <laughs> a research, research job. Research. Okay. Okay. <laughs> find a player that sounds like peppercorn so we can make fun of it later. There's <laughs> one like that. Come on. <laughs> number nine. Cannibals. Ooh. Poor cannibals. He's sliding down. He's the toughest schedule in the league. Question for you: Should cannibals be scared of the second of this year? Why or why not? The, the number one reason why he should is because the sackos of previous years haven't looked like sackos until they actually got it. That's hardly a reason to be scared of the sacco, though, because there's like 80% of the league that doesn't look like a sacco going into the playoffs. Exactly. So everyone should be scared. Yeah. Is he not afraid of the sacco? Like he's confident he's not going to get it, or does he just not care? He doesn't think that it's a, a bad enough blemish on a franchise that oh, he should be scared. Interesting. Of. Interesting. That's true. I was at his house today for four hours, and he was just playing Fallout, and he just didn't care about anything. <laughs> he could have been the sacco eight years over, and he would he would have been fun. And point counterpoint. Uh, Fallout is or is not a football game. I believe it's not. I believe it's a first-person shooter that looks pretty fun. Yeah, you can. Yeah, it's not related to fantasy. Yeah, so that doesn't seem. Well, it like it is fantasy. Work. It's just it's fantasy killing. <laughs> yeah. it's, fantasy it's like more Final Fantasy than like Final mm-hmm. Fantasy football. Mm-hmm. Let's so, move on to a more interesting debate. 
because uh, Cannibals is clearly number nine, and I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about this eight-seven potential swap now. We, yeah, as previously mentioned, there is an entire wall at this house dedicated to computing power. <laughs> From floor to ceiling, there are blinking lights, tape moving back and forth, lots of whirring and buzzing, and the algorithm came out exactly equal for these two teams. It looks so, like the machine in Willy Wonka that predicts where the golden ticket The machine in Willy Wonka that predicts where the golden ticket, or the elevator at the end that goes sideways. Like Future technology, regardless. <laughs> could not literally figure out the difference between plow and hacks. <laughs> Did you guys ever think you would hear that in the same sentence? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, what, what's in the name? What do you think of when you hear plow? Something naughty. <laughs> I think of like farming, Midwestern, mm. wholesome. I think Why? of Robert Woods. <laughs> I think of Chris Gibbons. <laughs> what else? Hmm. I think of Le'Veon Bell. You think oh, of like, oh, I think of trading Le'Veon Bell for three rookies who don't do shit. <laughs> <laughs> Dead Pigeon would advocate number eight for Plow, would be my guess. Uh, yeah. Robo, what do you think? Well, Plow made a good case this week that maybe his team isn't as bad as we all thought. What was that case? He scored more than most of us. <laughs> uh, that's true. I think despite his obvious uh, trainings of some good players, I think he still has a more consistent team than had. But what about that that big that the the, the big uh, black guy on the Lions Megatron? He's so yeah, good. He's, he's, good. he's so good. He's pretty good. Come on, he's not that old. Yeah, he's pretty good at football. I say we put Plow's at eight. <laughs> Wait. Okay. In honesty debate, now I want you to argue mm -hmm. for Plow being seven and you to argue for Hags being eight. Okay. Let's see, let's see, let's see the other way. Um, this is like debate in high school. Stuff. Except you're not trying to impress anybody. What am I arguing for? <laughs> I forgot. Here's the thing, I can't I, I can't put I can't put Plow at seven because he has Russell Wilson. I hate Russell Wilson. I couldn't put him at seven because he's starting Stephon Diggs. You can't Matt put Jones. <laughs> My dog keeps putting the squeakiest fucking toys over here. <laughs> Thank you, Boo. This is why you're not allowed to have this shit at home. So, wait. Did you guys just agree based on, like, mutual personal <laughs> hatred that... It was entirely neutral and unbiased. Doubt it. Just like his algorithm. He does have Odell, though. <laughs> Seriously, ODB could probably outscore my entire it's team on if the conditions were right on a day. That's <laughs> true. And like if Blake didn't remind me to set my lineup going into a Sunday, that's easily possible. Oh wait, are we supposed <laughs> to take into consideration strength of GM? Because if we're just going based on that, and maybe Plow does that. So, what do we think? Does strength of GM factor into power rankings? I don't we think so. Not, no. Why are we just out of sight? This is all part of a calculated algorithm. There is no. They're tied. <laughs> it's tied, and so now it's a human problem. Right, okay, okay, okay. You're embarrassing dead pigeon. <laughs> embarrassing me in front of my work friends. <laughs> okay, fine. Final vote. All in favor, including Blaine, all in favor of hags at seven. Raise your hands. Three to one. <laughs> Somehow, even more oh, overwhelming yes. evidence than the hags. All right, that's easy. Hag seven, plow eight. Um, definitely bitch about that on Slack for anybody that wants to. <laughs> this brings us into our second portion of our interview with number six on our list. 
Dead Pigeon. Well, this is our break. Answers? We're going to Dead. Huh. Dead, you're number six. <laughs> dead, you're number six. Why do you deserve to be number six? Is this a sponsor question? <laughs> Am I supposed to advertise something right now? This is your chance to yeah, tell us why us. you're number six on the ranking. You're promoting your team. Oh, well, it's, it's, it's because of um, Crystal Springs Brewing Company, 13 India Pale Ale. <laughs> okay, that's one thing. Now, <laughs> now could you act like you're an athletic black yeah. man who just performed an athletic feat and you just got number oh, six? Man, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just humbled to be the best. I'm, uh, <laughs> just by the grace of God, humbled to be here and better than all y'all. Um, Except for five of y'all. Even more humble than this guy right here. <laughs> Excellent. Dead Pigeon, let's move on to the second part of our interview with you. Again, great that we're spending some time with you and Blaine. Uh, we've talked about the philanthropy, about you giving back. We've talked about you as a human owner. Uh, let's move on to the myth, the legend. Let's, let's talk a little bit more about your philosophy as an owner. What makes you special? Um, I, I think... We have a different approach to fantasy than, than most. Than most. I, um, first of all, half of our decisions are by a girl who doesn't know five football players ever. <laughs> I, I actually did ask her if she could ever if she could name five football players in the history of football, yeah. and she got to three. That's That's true. She may be better than me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talk to you um, after this. Okay. And I think we also just understand chance and... <laughs> And how you can't predict anything. I mean, that's the whole that's the whole point in Dead Pigeon. There is really that, is no way of knowing. Yeah, you like you put a team together. You think you think everything's going your way, and then just look at my logo. Look what can happen. You never know what disgusting look dead birds. Yeah. What kind of lover are you? <laughs> I don't know. I think is that a question for him or for me? I like him to answer it first. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Latin. Mostly Latin. just Latin. <laughs> Mostly just Latin. <laughs> Mostly just Latin. Okay. Good enough. Uh, Dead Pigeon, anything you'd like to contribute at this point during the interview? I understand you came in here with a backpack. <laughs> yeah. Um, kind of confusing. We, we kind of wanted to go into the playoffs because I think we're in the playoffs now. We wanted to go in with a bang, so... We uh, we wanted to reveal a new franchise, uh, not a new franchise. I'm sorry, oh. a um, a new what's it called? I don't know. Babe. Mascot. Um, yeah, mm. just a just a whole. Mono. new... I don't know Payment what you're revealing. <laughs> you know, yeah. This oh, you're revealing this. Mm-hmm. Um, merchandise. Yeah, merchandise. You guys are oh. selling stuff. Yeah, yeah. What are you mm-hmm. selling? It's for the nonprofit. Mm-hmm. Anti robo. Mm-hmm. Non robo. No okay. robo. Blaine is unzipping her coat. <laughs> oh my gosh! Blaine reveals a dead pigeon T-shirt with that logo we've all seen online—the one that makes you like sort of nauseous and then kind of laugh and then mostly nauseous again. That's on Blaine's chest right now. Sure is deep, t- deep, deep VT. Deep VT for the DP. <laughs> And how much are these going for retail? <laughs> Forty bucks. Wow, you didn't sound bad. sure about that. Is it gonna come down? <laughs> no, it, it's forty bucks. Forty bucks. <laughs> and when we pay this money to you to get one of these gray T-shirts with a dead pigeon logo on them, 
what is that about six or seven inches square? That looks <laughs> that looks horrific. I mean, that is roadkill on a t-shirt. It really, really is. It really is. Where does our forty dollars go? Uh, what kind of money are you? Yeah. What, what kind of uh, actions are you taking? How many microwaves do you unplug <laughs> yeah. with our forty dollars? Thirty-five bucks goes back into the nonprofit. Straight Five back. bucks goes to unplugging the microwaves. <laughs> <laughs> okay, seems like a lot of profit there. <laughs> <laughs> Quite well, the at the end of the day, the whole the whole point of the nonprofit is to shut it down for being too profitable. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You do things differently over there. At <laughs> so uh, there is some new merchandise on the line. We'll include some photos of that with the podcast, yeah, so you guys can see. Already has one right now, <laughs> it's the worst intern of all time. <laughs> Somehow pilfering <laughs> merchandise from our guests. Thank you for sharing that with us. Truly gruesome. (laughs) Truly horrific stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, With that, we're going to dive back into the rankings because with you people, this could take all night. Uh, Let's move on to number five. Number five, a slide down the mountain for Mamba. He missed the playoffs this week. Mamba awakens. With that loss, he missed the playoffs. Yeah, he went to sleep. No, 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 he did not lose. He won his way he out won of the playoffs. And at the same time, went to <laughs> Explain that. <laughs> In winning, he didn't do enough to secure his playoff spot because Dead Pigeon won, which knocked him out. It's true. So, where has Mamba gone wrong? I mean, I mean, with Julio Jones, how can somebody miss the playoffs? For, for a simple mind that. like me, that is a terrifying concept <laughs> that I could make such a good decision and still be kept out of. The playoffs. He lost a dead pigeon twice. I think if you lose a dead pigeon twice, <laughs> you're done. <laughs> I think the, the big part seal. of the season was the injury of the Big Ben and Antonio Brown kind of throwing the season at That's true. An that injury true. to Ben Roethlisberger ruined the season. Antonio had a few down weeks. That's all it takes. Mm-hmm. What about Jimmy Graham? He was down too. No, actually, if anything, it's just God hates Mamba. Yeah. If you think about it. Did yeah. you see the AJ Green thing? What is that? Oh, yeah. the, when I when I played him uh, last week, a, AJ Green needed nine points. This is to a win. top five receiver. He needed nine points to win top five receiver. He's at he's at eight points or something. He catches a pass the for ten for ten points. He catches a pass for two, and he fumbles it to go back down to eight. <laughs> Loses by a point. <laughs> that is a man who has the ire of a deity. <laughs> wow. I think maybe we can also point to he did a rebrand without doing a rebrand. That's true. So maybe that means disabled list is yep. coming too. If there's anything that's going to earn you that ire, mm-hmm. it's rebranding. That shit's messed up. Yeah. Unofficially, at least. Schrodinger has done it officially and look how that turned out for him. Yeah. Just really badly. Officially <laughs> rebranding will earn you Sacco. <laughs> and hinting at rebranding earns you that kind of borderline fence-crushing result. Yeah. At least I knew I was going to lose. Like, I have a pretty bad team. You have yeah. a pretty good team. Right? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Mamba, since we know you're out there, we need you to get back to basics. We need you to pray by your bedside. Need you to quit this rebranding stuff. Forsake the whole Star Wars thing, dude, because it's not helping you. No, actually, no, don't do that. <laughs> actually, it's nice to know that there's one other human who likes Star Wars. That doesn't. Cannibal's all about Star Wars too, right? But he doesn't say shit. 
Sure. <laughs> you need an active friend in the Star Wars game. He really likes Star Wars. <laughs> not a lot of really good friends here for me in the league. These are not people that my mom would be like, you should go hang out with them. <laughs> <laughs> None of my friends are like that. <laughs> Which brings us to number four. Robo. All right. Nah. <laughs> Uh, it seems like, though, in this 5-4 pairing, that Robo could easily have fallen to Mamba. Um, why Why are you 4 when Mamba's 5? Uh, defend yourself. I, I actually don't know. I want you to defend him. I don't know. I think 4 is the least sexy number. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> I, I think 4 is so boring, so... Right outside of so metal. Bland, so... Yeah. I think four is very unique because it's the only word that has the same number of letters as its name. What about five? That's pretty good. <laughs> what about five? Five. <laughs> 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 well, so that one too. No, it doesn't work. We'll run that through the supercomputer later. Yeah, we're not but sure about that. There seems to be. There some really is no way of knowing. Critical confusion about numbers and letters <laughs> among this group. <laughs> but Robo at number four. And my dog has a squeaky toy. <laughs> 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 Can't really guys. I love you, Boone. Not really. <laughs> All right. That takes us to number three. Somebody get your phone out. Blake, get your phone out. <laughs> it's recording right now. So I'll get my phone out. <clears throat> I got it. For number three. Sorry, I got it. Ooh, good signs. <laughs> Number three, we're going to call a very special member of our league. Ooh. Uh, this guy, I don't know a lot about his time in the desert, other than he seemed to spend most of it like on top of a tower trading players. <laughs> uh, Captain Joe Polakovic just returned from his deployment um, abroad. That's actually me squeaking the toy now with my foot. <laughs> like, like dog, like... Like father. We're going to see if we can hear from him. And here he is. Joe Polakovic. Wow. How are you, sir? I'm doing fantastic. I just uh, stuffed my face full of lemon bars, so I'm going to up. Stuffs his face full of lemon bars. Joe, uh, we're calling you at a very special point in our podcast. Um, we'd like to talk to you a little bit about Icarus, if you have a minute. You'll be happy to know that you have achieved number three in our power rankings this week. Uh, I am happy to know that. However, <laughs> I have fallen from grace. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Joe, you've had two pretty terrible weeks without D'Angelo and Forte. Uh, do you see any positive outlook moving forward? Uh, no. <laughs> So, thank you. Joe, this kind of exposes a pretty core underpinning of, of your management style, which is you feel like you have control over these players and that you can force them to bend to your will. took something 
then they all fuck. Yeah. 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 Okay, that makes sense. Uh, Joe, we understand that um, there's a major life event for you. You got like a new car or something, right? right? He lost a dead pigeon. That is correct. Uh, yeah, I, I got a, uh, a new baby carrier, which should be great. Yeah. To uh, celebrate the transport that little thing around. But, oh, a baby. Uh, That's right. It was a baby, not a car. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And this is probably the right time to reiterate that, you know, Joe is not headed for Sacco this year. So the major bet on the line coming into the season was that Joe's firstborn child, uh, the name would be up for grabs should Joe finish last in the league. So we'd like to congratulate you here from the show, Joe. In, uh, in earning your way to naming your own child. Congratulations there. Hey, thanks a lot. You know, it didn't look good right off the bat there. Being rated number 12 in almost every category there was, <laughs> which was tough. Yeah. Well, uh, well, well, thanks for joining us, Joe. Uh, that's, a, that's a number three for you, along with the new child. It seems like a pretty good week. So uh, we'll check back in with you soon. All right, we'll catch up soon. <laughs> what a great guy. Great guy. Uh, we'll see if we can end up hearing him on the podcast. Really hope we can. He says a lot of nonsense, and I think that stuff belongs on the show. <laughs> which, uh, which takes us to number two. His fate is tied to the Patriots, as always, the Boston Clam Jammers. Uh, Deb, why don't you tell us a little bit about your only interaction with the Boston Clam Jammers? Uh, um, draft day, I I knew that there was a man in the room who had a soft spot for the Patriots. I didn't know. A lot of us would call it an obsession. Okay, works too. I wasn't. I, I had no idea. So I, I saw the Patriots D was was up for grabs. I. Uh, I bid on it, I won it, and I realized that I had done a really bad thing. You had made a mistake. Yeah. And what kind of reaction did you get from the jammers I, I, when I, I you got, realized? I got a scowl. A scowl. I got, I got eyes of fire. And here you were. You thought you were making friends. You're at a draft party. You're having beers. and like, I was I was drunk and late to something else. <laughs> yes, he was. Best way to make friends. And here you are getting a glare from the jammers. Uh, yeah, it's tough. It's yeah, tough. It is tough. He is a, he's a tough owner. Possibly autistic. <laughs> we love you, Jammers. That's what makes him so tough. That's right. He, he sees through the emotion to the facts of the players. And he's obsessed with Tom Brady. <laughs> All right, people. Mrs. Dead Pigeon really loves your podcast. <laughs> she can come on whenever she wants. I understand she lives in the area. Sounds like she's brains behind Dead Pigeon anyway, so we'll have a it's real true. owner on. It really is true. Yeah. <laughs> this has gone on way too long. <laughs> Who the hell is our number one? If anybody's been doing math, it's not really our thing here, but you would know <laughs> that the disabled list 
has reached the top That's of our not film. his name. It's not his name. It's not his name. That's right. We revolt against all freaking name changes. Praetors of the Lost Ark has clearly found his stride. Gentlemen, I'll give you all a chance to articulate for our show why Praetors should not be number one. Luck. <laughs> luck. Start with luck flying around. Uh, I'm all about the, the rebrand without the proper steps going through the rebrand. <laughs> Back to that. <laughs> Danny went through the proper re- steps for rebranding his team, and he's in last. Disabled us, did it informally, and he's number one. <laughs> uh, follow-up question. Is his team actually shit? Hmm. Uh, That's an actually a debatable question, <laughs> I think. That's why I asked. Yeah. I mean, let's see what he has. A.A. Ron. <laughs> who is arguably the worst quarterback in the league. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. I suppose you could argue that, yes. <laughs> Devontae Freeman. Who, to be fair, he said when he drafted, he was all excited about Devontae Freeman and Doug Martin. Well, not for the points, for the hair. <laughs> so EJ likes hair more than points. I don't know. Does this factor into his luck? He's picking based on hair, and he's getting points in the deal. Fitzgerald yeah. mm. on the team. Yeah. I think it's all about hair. Yeah, that's true. What else does he have? Aaron. Aaron's got some locks. <laughs> so look, if you find a correlation between, between lettuce mm-hmm. and game, isn't he picking correctly? And the rest of us have yet to figure out that correlation. I've always known that the Dreads Advisors teams do the best in fantasy football. You've always known that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you done anything about it? <laughs> okay. Just done nothing about it. Doesn't seem like you know it. So, like, I see a lot of dissent floating around the room, but it seems like he's put together a pretty shaggy, impressive team. Points are there. Points are there. There's the most points in the league. Most Score. points in the league. Yeah. Sure does. And he's actually has less wins than he should. What? He's six and three, and he has the most points in the league. That's because he lost three times. <laughs> <laughs> that math checks out. He's third in our division with the most points. But somewhere in the standings with three losses. True. Is it possible I beat him? Did you? You're you're like the only person in the room who wouldn't know that. I beat him twice. I do have wins. He beat me was the but first game where his team started performing. I was like, who the hell is Devontae Freeman? He just had 40 points in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got to start against you. Yeah. Interesting. That's our power rankings, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to finish with our esteemed guests, Dead Pigeons. Uh, any final words from you guys? Thanks again for coming on the show. Yeah, we, we just love America and we hate robots. <laughs> I think that I think that covers up. <laughs> a vision for a robotless America. <laughs> I can tell you I look forward to it. Thank you. Thank you everybody. This has been social, where the football is fantasy, the facts are false, the guests are drunk, we ate a lot of pizza, and there is soon to be money on the line. Everybody have a good night. <laughs> <laughs>